All right, what's good, y'all? Welcome back, J and J. Got my boy Julian running up and down the streets of Dallas. What's up? <laughs> Nothing much, bro. How you been, man? I've just been fucking, you know, it's been hectic uh, moving yeah. in. Yeah. Um, I'm sure a lot of my Dallas peeps know I ain't got no much service, so I've kind of been been in the in the dark as of late. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I've been all right. You know, I know you're fucking moving a bunch of shit around. You know, a, a certain internet provider is fucking you over, but it's all right, bro. We can get through this shit. But, uh, damn, bro. It's fucking draft. Last time we talked about it's changed. I think mm-hmm. the last, when we did our mock, the Saints and Eagles uh, trade didn't go through yet. So, uh, yeah, today. You want to uh, announce what that trade was first off? <clears throat> oh, I mean, you know, it was a weird trade on the Saints part, but basically the Eagles had, what was it, 15, 16, and 19. The Saints had uh, 18. I forgot what they traded exactly. It was a bunch of picks, but now the Saints are picking 16 and 18, and the Eagles are 15 and 19. So uh, interesting trade as far as uh, – I mean, you and I talked about it. I don't know if you want to go through it again, but just a weird trade for the Saints, unless they're really trying to trade up for one of these QBs. really doesn't make sense to, you know – go up two spots i guess but what did you think when it happened it was just a weird odd trade i, I had to read it multiple times to kind of get a grasp of what what the goal was for both either side i mean i guess the eagles just trying to stock up more picks yeah uh, it makes sense, sense for part. but saints yeah it's kind of odd I, I guess there's a there's a player in mind that uh they kind of want to leap the chargers over but i mean who knows who knows <clears throat> yeah i mean i was thinking like the first thing I saw, I thought of when I saw that was, um, you know, them loading up first round picks so they can go get, you know, Willis or Pickett, whoever they like. But uh, yeah, this is super weird. So the 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 trade, just to, just so you guys know, the Saints got 16, 19 and 194 and the Eagles got 18, 101, 237, a first round pick next year and a second round pick next year. That just doesn't make any sense at all. And um well yeah i mean we 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 can talk about that trade all day but we're gonna do a combined mock draft julian and i have both done a mock draft each we've always had to change it because of certain circumstances so we thought for our 2.0 we're just gonna do it combined like we've done in the past with all the mock the read redrafting we did a couple years back on sports inferno so uh julian's gonna have first pick he's gonna be picking odds i'm gonna be picking evens so if you don't have anything else, Julian, who you got first? Um, I mean, let's just go out right off the bat, man. Jaguars first pick. Um, I've been hearing a lot of rumblings. I think I think this is not smoke. I think Trayvon Walker's going here at one. Mm. Um, Aiden, Aiden Hutchinson is is a so beast. That's but your I, pick. Yeah, I think Tray. Wow. I think Trayvon Walker is going to go number one. I, I think there's been a lot of been a, a lot of hype as of late with him, and I think he's just. You're talking about. Uh, Jermaine Johnson jumping. This dude, this dude has been jumping. Oh a lot yeah, too, for so sure. I'm gonna go Trayvon Walker here at one. Yeah, I mean that. I, I like I said, I like you said the smoke. I don't know that wherever there's smoke, there's you know somewhat of a fire. But I don't know, man. I, I'm I'm kind of I'm leaning more towards Hutchinson here. I feel like they're kind of baiting the the Lions or the Texans to trade up with them so they can get Walker because I know they're big fans of him as well, but. Hey, I mean, I could see that pick happening. Jaguars, I mean, they, you know what they do. They just do whatever the fuck they want. And, um, you know, I mean, the, the <laughs> I mean, to be honest, I mean, fucking Travis Etienne last year, I don't know what the hell that was, but yeah, I could see that for sure. But I mean, number two, the Lions, easy for me. Uh, Hutchinson, Michigan boy, he's going to go down the street and go play for Detroit. Uh, I, I think originally this is who they want anyway. It's just because he's been climbing a lot of, you know, climbing in a lot of boards and he was supposed to go number two. And obviously uh, Thibodeau was was supposed to go number one earlier. And, you know, all the interviews and the testing, Hutchinson looks like he could be one. But like we said, Trayvon's climbing. But I think this is who they want all along and they get their guy. So I'm going to go Aiden Hutchinson, number two. Yeah, I mean it makes sense. That's that's been their guy. It's the Michigan guy, Detroit, obviously home times. So makes sense. Uh, number three, I'm gonna go Evan Neal. I, I think I I think Texas will go O line here. I like I said, I was in my last mock. I had Ekem and and mm-hmm. uh, But I I think Evan Neal is just kind of the more safer bet. 
um, especially because he can move around the line. So um, I, I think the Texas would, Texas would just go with the smart pick here and get Evan Neal, get a bona fide tackle who, who will be a, a good solid piece cornerstone of your line. So, yeah, Evan Neal here at three. Yeah, I think this is what's ultimately going to happen. You know, I, I know Quan will as well. He could play anywhere on the line. And it doesn't look like Tunsil's going to get traded. So I think a Quanwu or a Neo would make perfect sense. And I don't feel like they're going to lose either way. I mean, both good uh, linemen, you can move them wherever you want. So they would have to go here unless Walker falls to them. I just don't see them going Thibodeau or I've seen some mocks going Camelton. I, I just don't see that happening. So that's a good pick there. Uh, number four, the Jets. Um, I, I'm going to have them going uh, Kayvon from Oregon. Okay. I mean, I, I think, you know, Robert Sala really prioritizes pass rushing <clears throat> and they have, you know, they have some dudes on the D line, but I feel like they still need some pieces there. And look, I mean, I still think uh, Kayvon Thibodeau is one of the best uh, edge guys in this draft, obviously. And with Trayvon and Aiden off the board, I think you just have to go with the best, best player available. And I'm just going to go with Kayvon here for the Jets. Okay. I mean, that's kind of a, a big surprise. I mean, not really, but a little. This isn't kind of the route where I was expecting you to go, but yeah, uh, that's fair. That's fair. I mean, with the Giants here at five, um, I'm going to just play it safe again. I, I think with Neil off the board, they're going to go with the next best lineman. Uh, obviously, uh, Ikem and Kwonu. I think um, it's it's a toss-up for the Giants, really, who's ever <laughs> left on the board they're taking. So I think the Giants want to solidify that O-line, especially if they may give Daniel Jones one more year. They want yeah. to give them no more excuses. So, yeah, Ikem Ikonu here at five with the Giants. Kind of not the sexy pick, but something. It's the smart pick. I mean, they should go trenches either way. Uh, D-line or O-line, best player right here. And uh, I, I just think either way, if, if they're giving Daniel Jones another year or not, they still have to get the, you know, they still have to build that O-line for their next QB. So that's a smart pick. I know I've seen people penciling a Kwanwu to the Jets. I just don't see that happening unless all of a sudden they trade Makai Becton, which I think that'd be the dumbest thing you would do. Giving a guy two years and you just trade him. I don't know. I don't see that happening. So, And they spent a lot of money in the offseason on their O-line. So I think they're going to go D-line or corner in the Giants. I mean, they, they luck out, man. Like, <clears throat> Unless somebody trades up to the Jets, I, I think they're going to get one of these top linemen. So that's good for them. Uh, Panthers at number six. We've talked about this multiple times. Matt Rule, he's on his last leg here in Carolina. He has to win now. And Sam Darnold or Baker Mayfield aren't going to get the job done. I think they go Malik Willis. Um, I know okay. Pickett is a good option here as well, but uh, I I think he fits more modern NFL to a lot of teams. And he's obviously the number one QB as of right now you know, depending who you talk to. So I think they go Willis and I think he'll get the job, you know, a couple of weeks into the season. I think they'll let Darnold start unless he legit beats him out. Like Mac Jones beat out cam. Um, I, I think he'll get the job eventually. It's not like uh fucking what's it called? <clears throat> uh, Mond from Minnesota never getting a chance because uh, Zimmer didn't give a fuck no more at the end. I think, uh, rules gonna want to play whoever he drafts here at QB to hopefully you save his you ass. You don't think a Baker is, is a possible option here for a trade? I just don't see it. I don't, I don't get where these rumors are coming from. Why would anybody trade for Mayfield? He's gonna get cut. Yeah. I mean, if, if you sign him, sure, fine, have a three QB. I mean, I think that's the best option for them, I guess. You know, kind of have a bunch of guys in there, see who gets the job but why would you trade for baker mayfield if you're any gm just let the browns cut them they're not going to go into the season with mayfield and deshaun watson in the qb room they're gonna cut them eventually so just wait for that i don't see that happening no okay fair enough fair enough i mean there's just a possibility there. Yeah, it is we kind of expect i mean we didn't expect the eagles same stupid trade to happen and you know the Panthers yeah. can throw a wrench in our plans here but that's fair yeah. I mean, they're probably the most likely team to draft somebody. But at seven here, let's go Giants. Uh, back to them. They just got their old linemen. Uh, they're going to go with the sexy corner here, Sauce yep. Gardner. Sauce. Um, I, I, I really wanted to go Stingley, um, but I just think Sauce Gardner is the better, it's more safer pick. 
Um, so definitely going to go Sauce Garner here. I, I think the Giants like him a lot, and um, it just makes too much sense. So, yeah, I'm going to yeah. just stick to this pick again. No, I, I completely see that. And, you know, just they can't overcomplicate things. Like, they just have to go with the best player, and this is the best player. Obviously, Stingley, after his pro days, really climbed up. And you'll see that. I know I know he's going to be coming up on one of your picks soon. But uh, if I don't get a chance to pick him. But uh, number eight, <clears throat> I, I really took what you said last time. Um, I know we both picked Garrett Wilson in our mocks. But I really took what you said into consideration how you don't want them to go receiver. You expect them to, but you don't want them to because there's so many receivers in this draft. I'm going to go Kyle Hamilton here. I think. They need to build that defense. They need to get that secondary right. Get Terrell some help. It can't only be him. He can't play safety and corner. So I think they bolster up that uh, that secondary. They go cut the best safety available, best safety on the board, depending who you're talking to. And, yeah, I mean, they could go – like I said, I've, I've said this multiple times. The Falcons are one of the most interesting teams in this draft. They can go any which way because they have so many holes. But I think they go Kyle Hamilton here if – you know, unless um, Arthur Blank gets into the war room and says, if you don't pick a wide receiver, I'm going to lose my fucking mind. So we'll call Kyle Hamilton. Yeah, I, I, that, I, I really don't see Arthur, Arthur Blank and Arthur or Blank. Smith, both Arthurs. <laughs> yeah, Blank. Both of them really kind of making, you know, that kind of uh, a thing. I think there, there's no, I mean, like you said, there's a lot of depth at receiver, but they, I really truly don't think there's a, there's a standout number one guy where like like a Julio Jones where like I gotta go up there and get him, you know. So yeah. um I, I, I think that's fair. You go with uh with one of the most versatile players in the draft. Um it's a, it's kind of a shocker to me. I know you kinda wanted to throw that shock shocking fact into me with the Falcons. Um so I mean hopefully it pans out. I mean, like you said, AJ Terrell's a good great corner. Um and we're gonna need some secondary help alongside with him. So uh, great pick. Um, that actually kind of opens the door a lot for me um, with the Seahawks at nine. Yep. Um, man, I, there's just, just a lot of options here. I can go. I can go quarterback. I can go corner. I can even go edge if I wanted to. Um, to be quite honest, I, I, I really do think um, I want to pick quarterback here, but I, I do think Ooh. they're just going to ride the sh- I think they're going to ride the ship with Drew Locke and, and uh, Gino. I think they're just going to give them to the quarterback competition. Okay. So I'm going to avoid that. I'm, I'm going to just go corner. Derek Stingley, I, I yeah. know you just brought him up. You brought him up that, you know, I probably will pick him at some point. I'm a big fan of his, and I think the Seahawks are too. So um, if Sauce or Stingley, one of those two are on the board, I think they're going to just stick to the game plan and, and pick them. Yeah, the, uh, I've, I've updated my mock, and this is where I have him as well. That pro day, yeah, he he just really shut everybody up. That was questioning his, uh, his speed and all that, and – I, I really think he's going to go top 10 now. I don't I don't see any scenario where he doesn't. I feel like a team's going to trade up to go get him. So if if the Seahawks or your Falcons, I mean, your Falcons are in play too. I don't I don't see them out of the woods for a corner as well, even though they got Hayward. Um, you know, Hayward's only going to be here, be there for a year. So, you know, they could void his contract next year and go with Stingley and Terrell. So, uh, you know, you never know with that, but that's a good pick. I I, I saw that coming. So with the Jets, um, they need a receiver. I mean, they've made it blatantly clear all, all offseason that they're trying to get a receiver. They tried Tyreek, no go. They're trying to get Debo. I don't know how much that's true. They tried to get AJ Brown, DK Metcalf. I mean, they want a receiver. They <clears throat> they've tried multiple times. I'm gonna have them getting Drake London here. Um, mm-hmm. they they need that type of receiver for Zach Wilson. You know, they got the speed guy with the uh, Elijah Moore. They got Corey Davis. They got Braxton Berry. I mean, they they got good pieces, but they need that number one 50-50 ball guy just to throw it up and, and watch him come down with it. And uh, I've I've seen a lot of uh, Jets draft uh, analysts and I, Drake London. Joe Douglas is a huge fan of this guy, and I think this is where he goes unless um, you know somebody on that coaching staff convinces him to get Wilson or. Uh, Jameis Williams, but I think it's going to be Drake London here. He's going to be the first wide receiver off the board. Yeah, I mean, I, I definitely a receiver here uh, at ten for the Jets. I think they, like you said, they want one. Um, I'm, I was I was thinking more Williams for this pick, uh, but mm. I know your boy Connor Rogers and and that and those boys over there. I, I followed them too a little bit. And I kind of agree. I mean, I can see it. Drake London could be a good pick here for them. 
Um, so that's fair. I'm Isaac trying to pick him at 11, but since he's off the board, I'll put Jamison Williams. I think he's also, I think he's also mm. a decent. He's a, I think he's a great receiver in my opinion. I think injury just kind of is killing his his uh, his yeah. stock. Um, mm-hmm. As mentioned earlier, I think I think there's not a bona fide number one out there that sticks out in this draft class, in this uh, wide receiver class. But I think Jamison Williams, if he hadn't been hurt, he would have been the closest to one to be number one. So um, I think commanders are kind of looking at that, um, monitoring the situation. So I'm going to go Jamison Williams. I was deb- debating between him and uh, Wilson, but I'm going to just yeah. go with, with Williams. Yeah, I mean, Williams, we've, we've said it too. I think if he never got hurt in the – championship game he would be the number one like top five top six pick i think if he never got but that's a good pick i mean they they want to give weapons to carson wentz kind of prove that you know he's been put in bad situations and you know i've seen all the reports they they really just weren't having any bidding wars for carson wentz they just kind of gave a second round pick just to give a second round pick so um, yeah they had they really have to give a bunch of offensive weapons and who knows i've i've been seeing a lot of reports that mclaurin might get traded so we'll see if you know there's any truth to that but um vikings at number 12 they can go a lot of different ways here i know you had them getting linderbaum you know garrett bradbury hasn't worked out um they could go d line with uh, daniel hunter's future kind of lingering in the air right now but i think they need a corner to go uh, match up with uh, patrick peterson they re-signed him I'm going to go Trent McDuffie. Um, I think he's the best corner available off the board. And I know I said last mock draft, I'm like, I don't know about McDuffie. I've done a little more homework on him. He looks good. I like him and Booth. Him and Booth, to me, are, like, tied for number three. So I'm going to just have McDuffie going here and, you know, really filling a need that the Vikings, you know, they they have they, – they could win this division. I don't know. You never know with what's going on in Green Bay and – Obviously, Chicago's not ready. Like this could be their year if they get hit hit on these draft picks. That you know they could steal this division. So um, they need defensive help. So I'm gonna have them going McDuffie from Washington, number twelve. Yeah, that, that's that's where I had him too. Right now, I took in my in my own mock draft. I took Linderbaum off and I dropped him a little bit. So I, I definitely to see the hype around McDuffie. A lot of receivers and corners are are kind of rising in this mock. So um, that's fair. That's where I had him too. Um, so at 13, I mean, God, good Lord. I mean, the, the, you would be in shambles right now. You you would be giving Roger Goodell this card as soon as possible. I mean, your boy, Johnson, Jermaine Johnson, I think here at, at 13, I think the Texans want a, a flashy player. Um, they already got their own line, so I think they're going to address the B-line with this pick. And I think I think he's going to go take him right here at 13, perfect spot for him where he can just uh, start new where, where there's plenty of, of – non like no talent to be going around so i think jermaine johnson fits here with the texans at 13 mm. see i thought you were gonna go elsewhere you kind of stole my pick for the ravens mm-hmm. but i mean i have them on my mock it's basically flip-flopped i'm gonna have uh, jordan davis going here i mean this, this dude mm-hmm. <clears throat> whoever gets him i mean they're just getting a generational type of talent and i know a lot of people you know they're concerned about his weight but i, I still think if you're that that heavy and you're moving, what was it, four seven, four eight? I mean, that's like that's ridiculous. So you can't. This guy's not gonna be falling this this much. I think he might. He might even go sooner. Who knows how how many teams like he might go to Atlanta. Who knows? You know who values him at you know that high? But you never know. A lot of teams do crazy shit in the draft, and I think Jordan Davis makes the most sense. I know they resigned Calais Campbell, but he's old. I mean, he can re- legit just take over for him after the next season. So yeah, Jordan Davis right here. Easy pick. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> it's fair. I mean, that's, that's where you and I both had him. I think this is kind of one of the easier picks in the draft. Uh, if he's still there um, is, is Jordan Davis. So that, that's fair. Um, at 15, it's the Eagles, right? Just kind of yeah. updating my mock here. Yep. Yeah. So the Eagles here, um, listen, I, I didn't have them in my last mock. Um, I, like I said, like you said too, I've been kind of doing a little bit more homework. Um, and, and I kind of, I kind of like this dude and I, I think that he fits well here. I'm going to go Devontae Wyatt. Um, okay. I think he's going to go here with the Eagles, especially with Fletcher Cox kind of leaving as expected next season, uh, with that one year deal he's got, I think, I think it's time. I think it's time they, they kind of find a younger piece, a, a new gem in the divine. And I think Devontae Wyatt is perfect for the Eagles here. Yeah. I mean that this is makes the most sense. Um, I I don't understand 
unless he's unless there's a receiver at nine at 18, why everybody's penciling in a receiver for the Eagles? This is the third year they're gonna get a, a first round receiver. Like, come on. They need to build that defense out. They that this makes the most sense to me. You know, why it's one of it, and the, like I said, it's always depending on who you talk to. One of the best, if not the best, D line, D lineman in this draft, interior, and yeah, this makes the most sense. So I I had him here, but at eighteen, so you kind of swooped him for me. But for the Saints at sixteen, after that crazy trade, again, I'm gonna keep mentioning it because it's fucking stupid on there. And I know you like it because you know that's your rival. It kind of makes them look like idiots, but you know we'll see if depends on what they do with these draft picks and at 16 i don't think he's gonna be there at 19 if they let him go and you know i i know they have Jameis, but i i think they're gonna get Pickett. i think they're gonna okay. get a I think they're gonna get a qb here depending on who they like i really don't know but uh you know willis is off the board i think they go qb and uh kenny pickett's the best qb available so uh probably the most pro ready qb in the draft uh, in my eyes, so yeah, it just makes the most sense for them to get them right here. It's an interesting spot too, because then if this happens, I, I think the trade. We look back at the trade they had with the Eagles. I think it could be worth it with with with, with the pieces they gave up because yeah. I mean, you get a you get a picket who is who has been a top ten, not in our eyes and not in many people's eyes in terms of talent, but he is a top ten pencil big quarterback. If yep. uh, with Willis up there, and, and they're going to kind of get a, I guess, a quote unquote steal in, in terms of quarterback value. So yeah, and I it's think a very underrated pick. Yeah, my bad. I don't just real quick. I don't think he gets past uh, seventeen. I mean, I, I don't think I think the Steelers will be lurking right there if he's there at yeah, sixteen, and they let him go. I mean, Chargers, Eagles. I'm pretty sure they're willing to trade back three three to two spots. So mm-hmm. yeah, they really have to get their guy if they really like him, and I, I don't think they. They signed Jameis for a two-year deal. It's just a prove-it deal in my, in my eyes. and uh, I think they're going to get either uh, Willis or Pickett at one of these picks. So they got their guy, I guess. All right, you got the Chargers. Yeah. Uh, so Chargers <clears throat> here, I mean, they they kind of – they don't need a quarterback. So I think this is kind of a blessing in disguise that the Saints traded up to get a quarterback. Um, so obviously I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to still stick to the O-line. I think that's the best uh, possibility for them. Yep. Um, and there's two options, as, as, as mentioned in my last one, or mm-hmm. actually three options. I, I had uh, in my last month, I had Charles Cross. Yep. But in my opinion, I, I don't think they're going to go there. I think they go Trevor Penny uh, with with this pick here. I, I think um, as the more I the more I've been listening to these mocks and the more I've been following the home, my, with my homework, I think Penny's kind of an, the, the after obviously a, a Kwando and, and Neil. Yeah. I think this guy could be the next uh, O-line that, that's taken in this draft. Yeah, I mean, he's, you know, the the one gripe that everybody has with him is his pass protection. But, I mean, they got good coaches down there. So, I think – and isn't Dennis Allen – isn't he a – wasn't he an O-line coach? Mm-hmm. So, I think, you know, they should be fine with him – with coaching him up. So, uh, or you said Chargers. My bad. I'm thinking of the Saints. <laughs> But, um, yeah, I mean, the Chargers, look, they, they need a right tackle for Rashawn Slater to protect uh, Herbert. So I think they'll, they, they can't go wrong with either Cross or Penny. I mean, it's just get go with the best lineman that you like. I, I still think they have a good old line coach over there. I think he used to coach for the Patriots, if I'm not uh, mistaken. But, uh, yeah, they, they can't overcomplicate this. I know I've seen people pencil and receiver. I don't see that happening. There's better, there, there's too much depth. They can get in later in the draft so yeah pending i like this pick for them eagles <clears throat> ah i mean like i said i i could go receiver for them i'm not going to maybe some eagles fans might have a problem with that but you know just get over it you guys have drafted to jalen rager you could have had justin jefferson oh well you got Devonte smith so i mean you guys you guys should be all right you want a receiver go later in the draft you loaded up on a bunch of picks from the saints I think they go corner. I think I'm gonna give them Andrew Booth. Um, okay. Okay. They they need a a number two to Darius Slay. That secondary would be legit with him. And they can go safety as well. But I think Lewisine, Daxton Hill, all those safeties. I think that's too high for them at 19. So um, or 18. Excuse me. Where are we at? Hold up. I'm tripping, bro. Yeah, 18. My bad. Um. 
So I, I'm going to give them a corner. Like I said, bolster up that secondary. And if they want a receiver, they can go later. There's a bunch of good receivers, you know, past round one. So they'll be all right. <clears throat> we got Bruce yeah, right here. Of course. I mean, I mean, you kind of took me there but a little bit by surprise in this, in a way where I, I had both somewhere where I think he would fit perfectly. Um, but obviously with him being taken here, I'm not able to put him there. Um, and I'll explain later. So hmm. both good pick. Um, Saints, I mean, this is obvious. If, if they're going to get their quarterback, they need to find another weapon other than Michael Thomas. So they're going to go receiver, in my opinion. Um, Chris Olave, I've been hearing. Olave, wow. I, no, hold on, hold on. I, I was going to say Chris Olave would have made more sense here, in my opinion. Garrett. Um, but there, I, I think if Garrett Wilson is still yeah, on this yeah, board yeah. with the way our mock draft is going, I, I think Garrett Wilson is going to be the pick, the pick here. Um, but obviously, hmm. I think. Olave, as mentioned, I think um, he would fit better kind of being the second guy, the number wide receiver, too, with, with Michael Thomas. But uh, Wilson has more upside and more potential. So, obviously, yeah, yeah, Wilson would be the pick here. I'm bad. I mean, it jumped the gun. I was like, whoa, Olave, that would have been fucking been crazy if you would have took him over Wilson. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, that makes the most sense. I mean, he's – I'm surprised he's fell that much. But, you know, that's going to happen. One of these dudes are going to fall, and we're all going to be surprised. And – like no fucking way this guy's falling. It happens every year. And Wilson has to be that happens to be that guy in ours. But uh yeah, I mean the Saints, they better be counting their blessings if this happens and they get this guy at 19. I mean, for a while he was penciled in for the Falcons, like we were saying earlier. Uh commanders, jets. I mean, a lot a bunch of teams I know value him highly. And you know, if they get him at 19 without trading up, man, that's that's a steal. But all right, Steelers. This is the worst case scenario for them. If they if Pickett and Willis are gone at 20 and they don't obviously we're not doing trades in ours, so um no trades, no nothing. I don't know if they're gonna reach for a QB here unless they really like Ritter. I don't think they go Ritter uh, or Howell unless they're really reaching and they're like, fuck it, we need to get somebody because we can't be going in the season with Trubisky and uh Mason Rudolph, but um uh, I'm going to just give him a linebacker. Obviously, Devin Bush didn't work out for them. Actually, you know what? Nah, he's still here. He's still on the board. They they need O-line help. I'm going to give them Charles Cross. Um, but not a sexy pick, but um, they, they like I said, they need so yeah. much. Yeah, it is. But, hey, this is going to help out your your QB that, that you're going to bring in, whether it's in this draft or next year's draft. I've seen – I saw somebody tweet out, if you have – QB issues, just wait for next year. Next year, I mean, there's going to be so many guys coming out. And, hey, you want to give, you know, bridge guy, like kind of like the Falcons right now. They have Mariota at the helm. Maybe they're trying to do that with Trubisky. And, you know, like, like you said, it's probably going to get booed, but it's not the sexy pick, but it's the smart pick. And I think they'll go uh, O-line if they can't get any of these QBs. So, yeah, Charles Cross. Yeah. Surprised he felt as much, but hey, happens. Yeah. All right. Let's see what you do. Um, Pats. <laughs> Your Pats. I mean, I wanted to go Andrew Booth here, man. I think with the loss yeah. of, 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 of their corners, JC and, and uh, mm-hmm. Gilmore, obviously, last season, I, I really did think this would have been the perfect spot for him, especially with McDuffie, Stingley, and Sauce out. Um, and, and Andrew Booth isn't a scrub either. I think he's also, he's up there to no, be, I think he's debated to be a top three corner in this draft class um but um especially with the way Clemson has produced corners I mean AJ Terrell cough yep. cough um but mm. yeah so I mean he's off the board I'm gonna go into Kobe Dean I, I wanted to go stick to this online pick with Zion Johnson and, and stuff but uh, I think um this makes more sense I think linebacker with Dante kind of getting old um Belichick's just gonna want to go out there and get a linebacker um for the future so I think Nakobe Dean will, will be your guy here I wanted to go Devin Lloyd but I think just based off the conversations that I've been hearing from you too um I think they're leaning more towards Dean um in New England yeah yeah I wouldn't mind this pick at all um I, the, the more I think about it I feel like we should go corner but I mean like you said if all these guys are getting picked early which there's always that case where there's always a run for, at a certain position you know, receiver, corner, like they, once one gets picked, all of them gets picked. And if we can't, you know, I don't want to reach for a Kyer Elam or Kyler Gordon, Jalen Petrie, all that. I would rather just stick to a linebacker. We need that. And yeah, Nicobe Dean's my favorite linebacker. And I think it would make the most sense for the yeah. Pats to get that. So, 
And plus, Bill Belichick loves his, you know, power five schools. So I'm sure he'll get one of these dudes. So, yeah, yeah I like the pick. Uh, 22 Packers. <clears throat> this one, I mean, you know, we, we, you've said it, you said it last time in your mock. You know, you want them to go receiver, but it's the Packers. You never know what the fuck they're going to do. Um, I think they will go receiver. I think they kind of have to. They cannot run run it with this group that they have. They don't have the excuse. Well, we have Adams, so that's all we need. Like, they have nobody now. They have Sammy Watkins. Like, that, that's literally all they have now, Sammy Watkins and Alan Lazard. So they need somebody there. And I think um, Traylon Burks, to me, makes the most sense for them. Big body receiver can run block. Just get him the ball. You know, Aaron Rodgers likes to run those uh, receiver screens, those slants. This is the guy to do it. I know Olave is still there, and maybe some people are still surprised that he's not taken, but um, I think they're just going to go with the, you know, what Aaron Rodgers likes, like Devontae Adams. I know he's not running crisp routes like Adams, but I still think he fits the offense the most with the guys left. So I'm going to go Traylon Burks from Arkansas. Yeah, I mean, it makes sense. This is kind of another one in my own my updated version. I had uh, I had Bricks here going to Packers, so it's a fair pick. I'm really nothing to argue there. Yeah. Um, so Cardinals at 23. Um, this one's kind of could go a lot of ways. So I was thinking Tyler Linderbaum. Uh, I was thinking I was even thinking another I was even thinking another receiver like you know John Dotson, uh, mm-hmm. George Pickens, uh, somebody like that. But I, I think. Um, I think they're going to go just because of the loss of some of their D linemen last year. I'm going to go Boye Mafe. Wow. Um, I, I think, I really do think, I, I wanted to pick receiver. I think Kingsbury wants to go with the sexy pick. Um, and I really was leaning towards that. But I, I think Boye Mafe kind of just, like I said, losing some D linemen in free agency and, and stuff like that. It, it's, it's so hard to just ignore that issue. So, like you said with the Packers, with this receiver group they have, this D line group, they're going to need something. And, and I think this is the pick they have to go with here. Wow, boy, Mafe, man. Shout out to him climbing up everybody's boards. I mean, that that to me would be surprising. I think they need O-line more, but I'm not going to argue with it. I mean, they they need a bunch of stuff, so, you know, they could they can't go wrong here unless they obviously miss on the guy, but I think, you know, that's a good pick and yeah. Hey man, Boy, Mafe's been climbing up your mocks. I've been noticing. Yeah. He had a, so he, he had was- him at the the Lions last time, so yeah. yeah, I did. I did. He's slowly been been climbing up more. I just think the more I like you said, though, he could be a second round pick easily. But I think um, there's just sometimes I think GMs kind of overthink themselves, and I, mm-hmm. I think they're like, oh, this is kind of a a, a hidden gem, a guy who yeah who, they kind of um, reach some people make yeah they kind of yeah. reach out for them. So I, I think this could be a great example of that as well. <laughs> Although it may not be a reach, it may not be. It could be a great pick overall after all. You know. Yeah, you never know. But I mean, Cowboys fans. They're they're probably jumping up and down with the prospect of having Zion or Kenyon yeah. Green on the board. I'm gonna go Zion Johnson for them. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean they hey, they need guards, they need tackles, whatever you want to do. I know Zion's mostly played guard, but hey, they they need O line help, and I think I think if Zion Johnson's there, they're running to the to, to go turn this card in. I mean this this makes the most sense for them, so. Yeah, not not much to explain myself on Zion Johnson here for the Cowboys. And I don't know if you've, you know, I, I've heard this on uh, 719, you know, shout out to those boys over there. I don't know if you've been listening to them, but uh, um, I, I saw and ever since I heard that, I've been looking. Jerry Jones really likes Traylon Burks. And I did hear that. Yes. If he, yes. I would be shocked if they go receiver again. Like, what are you guys doing? If you guys go receiver. I just it it it's such a Jerry Jones pick, but I just don't understand it. I don't know how how you feel about it. If that happens, it is. They, if it ain't like, bef- like I don't know. The, Jerry Jones is, has been wanting to go sexy the past few years. Yeah, uh, but like it's just. I mean, vintage Jerry Jones will tell you he's going all line. Like that's what he. That's yep. what the success was the past few years prior to these sexy picks. So. It's it's really up in the air. I'm, I'm definitely think I wouldn't be surprised if Jalen Briggs gets selected if he's there. Mm-hmm. Um, but like you said, I mean, if Zion Johnson's still there, by all means, Jerry Jones, he's going to be licking his chops. And he's going to like his little line a lot. Yeah, that'd be crazy if Briggs goes there. I mean, I don't know how if that would be received with booze or, you know, crazy cheers from those Cowboys fans. But 
they have to go line. There's I don't see a receiver being a big need for them, especially signing Gallup to that extension. Like I, I don't mm-hmm. see them going receiver, but you never know with, with the Cowboys, man. They do what they want as well. But uh you're up Bills. Who you got? So this one I wanted to go corner. I really did. I, I like Andrew Booth, somebody mm-hmm. like that. But I mean, he's they're all taken. And like you said, I I think the remaining class the remaining corners of their class like Kyler Gordon uh somebody like that I, I think it's kind of a reach yeah uh, like a care a care Elon too like I, I like the kid but I don't think he's he's valued at, at 25 with the bills mm-hmm. so I think I think bills will go best player available in my opinion um if if it's still there and I'm gonna go Devin Lloyd um, I think it's too good to pass up I really do so I, I think the you know the bills need a corner more than a linebacker but when you have the opportunity to get Devin Lloyd, who has been projected to be the top linebacker of this class, um, you got to go get him and improve that defense as much as you can. So uh, Devin Lloyd here with, with, the, with the pick at 25. Wow. I mean, that's a – that'd be a good pick for them. Him and um, Edmonds, wow, that's a scary linebacking core. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know what they do with Milano. That's the only thing I, I don't – that's the only kind of iffy thing that would make me – Think that they would either go a different position but i mean hey best player available like you said i mean that'd be crazy i mean they, they would get some value for milano too so they could look at it that way so um yeah that's a good pick i didn't think you would go linebacker here but uh titans you stole my pick that was my pick right here Devin lloyd i was gonna keep hmm. it the same but um if it's <clears throat> listen if they need a number two receiver and with what's going on with A.J. Brown, which I do not understand one bit, he wants an extension, and all of a sudden now everybody's thinking he's a diva and all this and that. I mean, you just got to pay these guys market value at the end of the day. I mean, you don't have to, but if you want to keep them, I would say you have to. But uh, either way, they're not – I think Julio's going to get cut at some point. Right. Um, you know, too, too injury-prone. Then you called it since last year when they traded for him. You know, I know you were happy that you got a second-round pick for him, but – uh. Yeah, uh, I think they're gonna go a lot here. I, I think they're happy that he fell, and you know it's one of those speed guys. You need one of those guys in your offense, and uh, they're happy that Olave fell to them. I know the Chiefs are probably not too happy about that, but uh, I think they'll go Chris Olave right here. Fair pick. I mean, I, I, he's also valued at kind of a top twenty yeah. uh, pick in this draft, so it could be kind of a steal for the Titans this year, especially they need they need receivers, man. You could tell they've been trying so hard to get a guy who could compliment A.J. Brown, and unfortunately, Julio was not it, mm-hmm. um, as you mentioned, giving up the second-round pick. So they're, they're gonna, if, they, if they can find a receiver that they like um, that has dropped, they're definitely going to jump on him. A lot of these are fair pick here. Uh, very, yeah. very fair pick. Um, so next, the Bucks at 27. Um, the last time I had Ojabu uh, here, uh, Ojabu, but I think they're going to go O-line. Um, I oh. think the Bucks are kind of – they're going to address the issue there. Um, especially okay. losing, especially losing Ali Marpet, I think they're going to go Kenyon Green, um, kind mm. of get a guard piece, you know, kind of fill in that void. Even um, with the uh, Shaq Mason, you think they'll go line? Yeah, I think so. I really do. I, I do think that you can never go have enough uh, O line pieces. Um, in, in my opinion, I think the Bucks. I mean, they they really don't need much. They they have a complete yeah. team, in my opinion. So I think you just go with the good pick here with. With Kenyon Green, kind of test them out, see what you think. Um, especially if Shaq Mason, I know he's your boy in New England, but you never know. One of these old linemen could get hurt, and they'll have a filling boy with one of these old bases. So, <clears throat> yeah, and I don't know who their left guard is right now, or, or their right guard, excuse me. Unless I don't know what position they're going to put Shaq. He can play either, but I they lost Alex Kappa too. I forgot about that. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, this would make a lot of sense. And man, Kenyon Green. Talk about the rich getting richer. That would be insane if you fall to the Bucks. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, Packers, Bucks. again, this this is probably where they would have went. They probably would have went Kenyon Green, or I, I don't. I don't think they're going to reach for a tackle here. I think Kenyon Green is an exception because you can play him wherever you want. But um, I think they're going to go edge, and them losing Sedarius Smith, I think really, you know. I don't think they're going to roll just three guys out there or I think they only have two known, like known names now. So I think they're going to go George Carl Loftins from Purdue. Okay. I know he's, he's fell in, he's fallen out of our mocks previously. He, he wasn't in the first round, but I think he he's climbing and, you know, I, I don't think like, I think Arnold, uh, I forgot his last name from Penn state. 
I, I think those, are, like you said earlier, those are kind of reaches that you hope pan out. But I, I, I know Jabo's there, and you know, I don't know how if they want to wait for him to get healthy. But I think Carl Loftus is probably one of the safest picks. You know what you're gonna get with him, and he's not gonna be your number one. You have Rashawn Gary, who's really stepped up these last two years, and obviously Preston Smith. So you have uh, three guys and Clark out there. I mean, I don't think the I don't think Packers fans would be too mad at that. So Carl Loftus, twenty eight. For sure. I mean, that's, that's fair. I mean, Karloff, this is kind of one of those sneaky picks where I, I kind of, I, I kind of see him more valued at like around 18, 15, yeah. you know, around there, but you know, just the way it's panning out with, with people kind of rising, I, I think he's, he's dropping by default. It's not, mm-hmm. not because of him. I think it's just these other guys kind of rising and he's, he's falling as a result of it, but that's a fair pick. I like it. I mean, I was going to go job here with Packers, but. Um, you're right. I mean, they, they probably just don't want a project. They want somebody who's ready to come in and play right now, especially with the contention of the Packers. Uh, so that's fair. Uh, that's a good pick. Chiefs at, at 29. Um, this one was a little tough. They could go anywhere really here. Uh, they could go receiver. Um, they can go uh, corner. Uh, they can do a couple of pieces here. But I think they're going to go edge. I, I really do. Um, I think they're going to go edge. And I was going to say, yep, David Ojabu. Um, yep. I, I think he – wasn't for his injury, dude. He's a oh yeah, high so he's top fifteen. Head. Yeah, there's no yeah, question. I, I I think with 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 uh with the Chiefs kind of taking the flyer on him, by all means, they're not in no rush. They they have a contending team. Obviously, with the loss of Tyreek Hill, I still think they're they're pretty good. And uh, Mahomes is locked in for ten years, so they're just gonna yep. try to take flyers on people who have potential mm-hmm. uh, superstar status. And Ojabo is gonna be a project that they're gonna be loving to take. Yeah, I mean that makes sense. Uh, they could go many different ways here. Like I said, I know they, they probably were sad that Olave got picked here, but I don't I don't think they should prioritize receiver. I really don't. Like I, like we've been I saying, agree. the receivers, they're pretty deep in this class, so you know you can go pick them anywhere you want. But um, you took Ojabo. That was one of their needs that I had them going, and I'm going to have them going Kyer Elam here. Um, okay. They need corners. Like we said a bunch of times, they lost to various Ward. Uh, they have Snead, who's really good, underrated. Uh, this is going to be his third year, I believe. He's underrated, but, I mean, that's all they have. I mean, they don't have anybody else in that secondary. Obviously, Honey Badger is gone. They're not going to resign him. Justin Reed's an okay pickup to me. I, I don't really see what they see in him as far as replacing Honey Badger because Honey Badger is so versatile at what he does. Um, mm-hmm. But I think they need a number two corner, and Kyrie, they can go Kyrie Elam. They can go whoever they value here. I, I think Daxton Hill is a, a sneaky pick right here because you can play him at nickel, you can play him at safety, but ultimately I think they're going to go with the size to match up with all these receivers in the AFC West. So I think Kyrie Elam goes right here. That's fair. Um, I was actually going to put him there with the Bengals at 31, obviously with, with needing a corner yep. um, and stuff. But I, I think, I think if this pans out, the Bengals, if, if, if Kyrie Elam is still there, and if Linderbaum is both, if they're both still there with the Chiefs up next and they're right after, oh my lord, the Bengals are going to be loving this because they, they you go Elam, but if, if he's taken, you go with your backup and Linderbaum. I think you can never mm. have it like as mentioned. I, I you can never have enough O linemen. Um, as mentioned with the Bucks, I, I think the Bengals. You know, they were really just offensive linemen away from winning that Super Bowl despite yep. having a, a, a very poor corner. Um, a secondary sees me. Um, so I think if Elam's not there, you might as well go get a center, the best center in this class, um, and Linderbaum. So the Bengals will be ecstatic to take this pick here at, at center at 31. Yeah. I mean, I've been seeing still some people putting online for them. I mean, hey, like you said, you, know, you can never have enough. And they didn't have anybody basically towards the end of that year. Mm-hmm. I mean, right. Joe Burrow's getting the shit kicked out of him every game. So, I mean, it makes sense. They loaded up with Kappa and Karras, so and um Lyle Collins so I mean really they could I don't know who who they like more at center or a guard for Karras but yeah Linderbaum you can put him wherever you want in that interior so that they should be set for next year and they're kind of they're kind of under the radar contenders I don't feel like anybody's really valuing them because oh the Bills are still here oh the Chiefs this and that but Bengals all they need is the O-line and they're back so Oh, this is a good pick. Underrated pick. I know everybody's giving them defense now, but yeah, I think they still need a guard or center, whichever they like more. But 
Uh, 32 for the Lions. Man, this is, again, another team that can go any which way they want. And I don't see them reaching for a quarterback. I don't. I, I don't think. I think they can wait until the second round. I know they have a couple picks coming up here in round two. Uh, maybe one of these guys fall to them. So I'm going to just load up that defense. I'm going to give them Daxon Hill, another Michigan oh. guy, um, you know, playing down the street, I guess, if you will. But uh, I, I could see them going Lewis Seen. I could see them going, you know, a bunch of different ways. But they need secondary. You know, Kuda hasn't panned out. Quandre Diggs isn't there anymore. They need safety help. And he, like I said, he could play nickel. He could play both safety positions. So I think mm-hmm. Hill would be a good pick for them. But. I don't be surprised. Like, and I know you said it too. The Lions, they're the Lions. They're gonna fucking do whatever they want, and they can go Ritter, they can go Howell. You know, you never know with these guys. So, I, okay. I think they should go defense, kind of loaded up there. But you never know. But I'm, I'm having going two Michigan boys with their picks. That's fair. I mean, I was gonna go quarterback here. Whatever's left with Ritter yeah. and and Howell, or even Matt Corral, if possible. But uh, yeah, I mean, I think the way it's panning out, I, with those, if those three are still there, I think they're confident enough to kind of be like, all right, we'll get one of those three in the second round. So mm-hmm. might as well stress the different needs. So smart pick, smart pick. Well, but yeah, that's that's a good mock draft, man. And if it turns out this way, um, a lot of teams will be very happy with with others falling and shit. Um, but let me ask you this before we let this go: uh, what is kind of the what is a player in our mock that your surprise wasn't taken here? Ooh, I'd have to look. Let me look real quick. Because to uh, me, there's there's a few. There's a few for me. I mean, I would probably say some receivers. Go, go ahead. Give yeah, me yeah. There's, there's a few for me, kind of some receivers like Jahan Dotson. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I think George Pickens, too, receiver Georgia. I think he's also kind of – he's not – he's like a late first-round talent to me. Um, especially with some of these teams needing receivers at the end of this round or at the end of this, uh, yeah, first round, like the Chiefs, yep. um, stuff like that. So that's kind of a little shocker to me. And then another one is also, like you said earlier, Arnold Ebeketti, the edge rusher from Penn State, too. I also yep. think he he shouldn't be falling to the second round. But um, if it turns out the way, if it pans out the way it is, and I, I, it's possible that can happen. But, I mean, George Karlaftis has to be picked here at 28 if he's still there over uh, Arnold. So Yeah. Uh, I mean – like I said, the receivers for one, yeah. I mean, I feel like that's going to be a team trading back in to get a Pickens or a Dotson or I've seen Christian Watson, like Sky Moore. I feel like that's reaching. If you're getting one of those guys in the first round, you're reaching a little bit. But Lewis Seen, I feel like he's been climbing a lot. And from that Georgia, de- that Georgia defense, man, like you said, historic performance all year. I think it's going to really catapult a lot of these guys into the first round. And uh, I've been seeing seen to the Eagles. Like I said, I've been seeing them to the Bucks. I mean, I feel like either a team's going to trade up for him or like I said, he can go to Detroit. He can go to Philly if they really like him. But um, yeah, I think Lewis seen, but we picked everybody that I, I see going in the first. I mean, Boy, Mafia might be a surprise to a lot, but I mean, it, it makes sense for them for the most part. But I just, I, I don't, I don't know if um, Arizona goes D line over O line. I just don't see that happening, especially with Kyler, Kyler Murray getting the shit kicked out of him in that Rams game, like in the wild card game. I, I feel like they're going to go O line, but hey, you never know. You know, I don't, I don't know who they value in that, that war room. But yeah, just right. seeing and, Maybe Dotson over Pickens is probably a surprise, but that's it. Yeah. Um, a couple of surprises, the big surprise to me, um, just overall, not not in terms of, you know, who didn't get being picked. here. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I think with Kayvon Thibodeau at four, I, I, I do mm-hmm. think he's dropping and I think he should be continuing to drop um, just based off his work ethic and injuries and stuff like that. But um, I mean, yeah, I agree though. Connor Rogers and them boys at the Jets, I, I think they're they're very hyped on him. They they love him, and I, I think they just continue to keep picking him up for if he's dropping. But um, in my in my opinion, if the Jets in their position, if it turns out the way we both have it with the first three picks with, uh, um, you know, with uh, Neil and and Walker and Hutchinson, you got to go out there and get another good player. I mean, yeah. in, in my opinion, I think Thibodeau will drop to the next to ten. 
um, if if he if uh, if they kind of pass on him, the only one I can definitely just see him taking are the Seahawks. Um, but in that case, I, I really don't know. So um, that was just kind of high for me a little bit. But I mean, mm-hmm. it, he was projected number one last season, so I guess it's fair. Yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, they need an edge guy, and I feel like if you pick any other edge guy over him at that pick, like I did in my original mock, it's reach, and that's why I adjusted it and. I mean, yeah, he's falling, but I still feel like Salah's going to look at what he did in college. And I know that you could say his work ethic and all that, like, does he prioritize football as much as he should? I just feel like Salah's going to get the best out of him. And you know what what he did in San Francisco with that D-line? I think he's trying to uh, mimic what he did in, uh, back then. So, yeah, unless Walker falls uh, to them, I, I don't see them you know, getting any other guy besides uh, Thibodeau. So and O-line does not make sense. I don't get where all these Jets guys are coming from with O-line. I don't I don't understand. Sure. You you paid Lakin Tomlinson. Um ah, who's, who's their right tackle? Fan they got fan. They, I mean they got guys. So I'm not understanding why all of a sudden you're gonna give up on Makai Becton after two years. That's just stupid. Like I just get them leaner a little bit, and you guys should be all right. I don't, I don't feel like you should give up on them yet. But hey, what do I know? But I think that's it, man. I'm not, I never, I've seen some people take sauce at four. I, I we're, I know we're gonna be shocked when we watch the draft together, and we're gonna be like, "What the fuck? This guy went here." So I'm just waiting for it, and I'm ready for our mock drafts to get all fucked up. I feel like Detroit's gonna fuck our mocks up. Whatever we have right now at our mocks for Detroit. It's going to be nowhere close to that, and it's going to fuck everything up. So I have a feeling the Jets will be the one to fuck us up, but we'll, we'll, we'll see. We'll see. It, yeah, it just depends if, you know, Trayvon Walker actually goes one. I'm already fucked because I have Hutchinson at one. So uh, I like, I hope that doesn't happen, but I know you have Walker there. I could see that. So I think that's it. I mean, we got some couple more draft episodes to go, but um, yeah, that's it, guys. I don't know if you have anything else, Julian. No, sir. All right, y'all. We'll follow our social medias. Leave a five-star rating. Go check out 719 Soccer Sit Down. We'll catch you in the next one. Peace. Peace.